0: Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us once again. Uh, We've talked this week about the spirit, the spirit man, uh, the the Holy Spirit, the war between the flesh and the spirit. So we're going to continue on that theme and uh, we're going to talk about the place called the spirit, the place called the spirit. You know, God designed us first of all, primarily as spirit beings. It's the part of us that's eternal When you die, your body goes into the dust, but your spirit continues, your spirit remains. And so it's really the most important part. It's like, if you were going to, uh, if you were going to have two homes, right? You're going to have one home that you're going to live in forever. And you're going to have one home that you're going to spend the weekend in. Which one are you going to put the fresh coat of paint on, right? You're going to invest in the one, which one are you going to, uh, you know, buy, buy, uh, uh, it's like a rental car. You're, you're, you're not getting a paint job on a rental car. You're not going to go get the, the, the carpets vacuumed and shampooed. You're not uh, putting in a, 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 a scented a scented whatever it is, air freshener in a rental car. People don't care. Um, but when you come to your car, this is my baby, you name it, right? When there's You, you know, hey, I'm going to have this thing. When I bought the car that I have now, my idea was I'm going to buy it new and I'm going to drive it to 200,000 miles. And, uh, and so you're invested in it and you want to take care of it. And it's the same thing. This body that you have, I'm not saying you treat your body like a rental car, because I know how people do it, with their rental cars. But understand that the investment that you're making in your spirit was gonna have, is going to have a far greater reward than the investment that you're making in your body. And and so we, we're we a steward anyway of this body. You, you look at your body as this is something that I'm taking care of, just like you would take care of a house, you would take care of a car, you would take care of a... Uh, you know, you, you don't neglect it. I, I believe God wants us to do everything well, but there's a greater reward for if you have to choose between the two, you don't sacrifice your spirit at the cost of your body. You don't sacrifice your spirit. Uh, uh, t- sorry, you don't sacrifice um, uh, your spirit uh, at the you don't at the cost of your spirit. Make room for your flesh. And so God's looking for us to start make putting things in the right order, taking category and saying, Really, what is the priorities in my life? And and going from there. But the place of the spirit is where God has designed us to live. Because why? Because the place of the spirit is where God speaks to us. God speaks to your spirit. God does not speak to your head, God does not speak to your flesh. He speaks to your spirit. And so for us, it's about tuning into the right frequency, the frequency of God, the frequency where the Holy Spirit speaks. You know, all the fruits of the Spirit that we talked about, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control, you know, you go down the list, they're all fruits of the Holy Spirit in our spirit. So as long as we're there and we're operating out of our spirit, not our soul, you know, the Bible doesn't make any guarantees about love being a soulish thing. You know, most soulless things aren't going to end up being things that are going to benefit our lives. Your your mind, which is part of your soul, is important to learn. Your mind is important to understand. Your mind is important to imagine. It's important to think. That's what your mind does. But God's qualities on the inside of you come out of your spirit. And so that's really what God calls us to do. So there's a couple things, practical things that we can do. Number one is understand this is the place where you choose to live out of. This is really what the separation of why Jesus lived the perfect life is because he was led by the spirit of God. There was, he wasn't, he was the second Adam, right? So Adam was born dominated or created dominated by his spirit. His spirit was in communion with God. When he sinned, he became dominated by his soul and his flesh. And the Spirit took a back seat. Jesus didn't have sin in his body. He didn't come into the world in sin. And so he was dominated by his Spirit. So he was at communion with the Father. And so for us as born-again believers, we're able to, through a battle, get back to the place of being dominated by our Spirit. But that's why you can live anxiety-free. You tell someone who's not a Christian, yeah, I don't have any anxiety, and they must they, they think, well, that must be nice, or you're a liar, everyone has anxiety, everyone has worries. But you can actually learn why, because there's a place now, there's a room that's opened up to you that's anxiety-free. You can look at it like a house. Most people have, most non-believers have a, t- a, t- a two-bedroom house. The first bedroom is their soul, where they spend most of their time, and their second bedroom is their, is their body. Where they spend much of their time. For Christians, we have the spirit, the soul, and the body. There's a room that's added on. It's a, it's a place that we can live and you can live out of. You know, you can tell the difference too when someone ministers. There's people who minister out of their soul and there's no anointing. And then there's people who minister out of their spirit and then the anointing comes. And you can tell the difference. There's people who get up on the stage and they say one word. Man, I remember when we were in Thailand and and there was a, a pastor who opened up with prayer. And he wasn't even speaking English. He was speaking a language that I don't even understand, right? I didn't understand a single word in Thai. But, but he, he opened up. And the moment he, he started praying, I felt the anointing come. Why? Because that's the Spirit of God. And so he's not, it's, it's, he's not memorized a prayer. He isn't just reciting something. It isn't coming from memory. It's coming from his Spirit. And that's where prayer is really meant to come from. That's where our communion with God comes from. You don't commune with God in your head. You commune out of your spirit. And so what we can do, number one, is we can tune into God's frequency. So number one thing we can do is through our prayer language, tune into God's frequency, praying in tongues. It gets you out of the flesh into the spirit. If I need to hear from God, if I'm going to minister, I want to get myself in tune with the Holy Ghost. If I'm going to go pray, I want to hear God's direction. You get, you, we, we really should pray throughout the day. It's something, it's a gift that God gives us. Paul said, I pray more than all of you. It's a gift that God gives us to be to be divinely led. Then the second thing we could do is stay full of the word. You speak the word. You don't speak what the devil wants you to speak. You, that's the realm of the Holy Ghost. The Bible is the sword of the spirit. So here are our keys that we're getting, right? And then it comes down to just casting down vain imaginations, things that rise up against the word of God, that come against your peace, that try to rob you of, of joy. You, you resist them. And so you step into that place called the spirit realm. And you mind the things of the Spirit. And that's where you can live anxiety free. Hey, I'm not worried about the future. I'm not worried about finances. I'm not worried about this COVID 19 or a COVID 20 or a COVID 21 or whatever comes. You know, if the bubonic plague came and, and 50% of the, the country was wiped out, I would stand firm knowing that God's my healer, God's my protector, because it's the, it's the word of God. You can get over into the place of the Holy Ghost where there's no worry where there's no concern, where there's no, I mean, you still, you, you, you let God direct you, uh, uh, you, you you make wise decisions, but at the same time, you know, the Lord is my shepherd. You know, there's things that the Lord has protected you from sickness, disease, infirmity that you don't even know he's protected you from that places you've been that you should have, you should have been sick. You should have gotten sick. You should have had something happen and the Lord protected you. It's already happened. And so you stay over in the Holy Ghost. And so the, really the two biggest keys become the Word of God and then your prayer language. Praying in the Holy Ghost. So I want to read Jude chapter 20 and verse 21. Excuse me, not chapter 20. Jude 1 verse 20 and 21. And it says, but ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. So imagine, imagine the spirit realm as a place. It's a room you step into. So what is he saying? Stir yourself up in your inner man. Let your inner man get stirred up into the spirit. So you, like he said, stir up the gift that's within you. And so it takes conscious effort to, to say, I'm not going to... I'm not going to tune my ears to the soulless realm today. I'm stirring myself up. You stir yourself up by your prayer language and you step over into the Holy Ghost. And it's out of that place that that you hear and you can speak. It's out of that place where the direction will come. It's out of that place. Jesus said something many times. He said, he that has ears to hear, let him hear. He wasn't talking about actual ears. He was talking about the inner ear in, in Ephesians 1, 17, 16, 17, 18. It said that the eyes of your heart would be flooded with light, that you would know the hope of your calling that they, that God would give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Revelation comes through having your, the, the eye, the ear of your spirit man open to hear and open to see. And so you do that by not, you know, it's like, there was a time in my life where I used to listen to just stupid music. I listened to a lot of hip hop and then it transitioned into like some of these just what people would call normal bands and and uh, cold play and you know, bands like that people think is harmless. but, but that's the, that's the voice of the soulish realm. I mean, some, some music's demonic, first of all, but that's the voice of the soulless realm. So people spend their time listening to this, and then they wonder why they have trouble with wrong relationships. You're listening to the wrong input. You're feeding yourself... You're feeding yourself music from wrong relationships, from soulless relationships, from lustral relationships, and you wonder why you're getting trouble with these relationships. And so you divorce bad music because bad music keeps you in the soulish realm. That's why songs of the Holy Ghost are so important. You can get over into the Holy Ghost just through a song. You know, you can come on and walk on the water with me. Some of these old classics, some of these hymns that gets you over into the realm of faith, gets you over into the Holy Ghost. Well, you know, I'm not religious. I just love music. I couldn't give up my music. You know, let the Lord tell you what to do. But I'm telling you, you're not helping yourself to stay full of God by listening to, to, to garbage, by listening to secular music. It doesn't help. And the, and a strong case could be made for the fact that it's hurting. And so you choose. These are the weapons that I've been given, the Word of God, to fill the my heart with the Word of God. To, to pray, to stir myself up, to keep my inner man stirred up, to not let him ever lay down and take a day off. I, I wake up and, you know, so many times between sleep and waking is when the Lord will speak to me. Right as I'm falling off to sleep or right as I'm waking up, the Lord will speak. And so you tune your ear. And you get over into the place called the Holy Spirit. It's a place where you can live. You don't have to just visit. It's a place where you can stay. So let me ask you, do you have ears to hear today? Do you have eyes to see today? Are you listening? And the Lord, the thing the Lord speaks to me is about slowing down because life can get busy. We can get on a long list of things that we need to do and not slow down to hear the voice of God. God will give you wisdom on how to handle things properly how to do things in the right order, even things to skip, things to do, people that you forgot you need to talk to. The The Holy Ghost wants to be your daily helper, but you need to posture yourself in that place to be ready. Isn't that a weird word, posture? People use people use these weird Christian words. You know, I don't know. I'm, I regret saying the word posture, but it's the right word. People need to position themselves to hear from God. How about that? That's a little better. Um, I don't know, some words are just, I, I equate with weird Christianity. Oh, we, get, we were just praying into, you know, intimacy with the Father. And praying into, what are you doing? Stop, t- stop changing the English language. Act like a person. Come on. That's what we got for you today. Thanks for joining us. Have ears to hear and a heart to receive. See you on the next podcast.